Welcome to the Columbus Connection, a weekly public affairs program produced in, for, and about Columbus County, North Carolina. Now here's your host, the managing editor of Columbus County News, Jefferson Weaver. Hello folks and welcome to the Columbus Connection. This is Jefferson Weaver from ColumbusCountyNews.com with a few thoughts as we wrap up yet another strange year. There's an old story about how a particularly vicious barn cat was wiping out the mouse population. One day the mice gathered for a meeting to talk about what could be done. After sharing stories of lost family members and fears for the future, they began discussing their options. They blamed previous mice for not developing better warning systems. They blamed the dog for not chasing the cat often enough. They blamed the farmer for concentrating feed in a place where the mice could congregate. In reality, they realized there was no way to place the blame on anyone else. Cats are cats, and they will chase mice. It wasn't anybody's fault. It was nature. The consensus was that because the cat was sneaky, the mice didn't have time to hide before he could pounce. If they could have sufficient warning, then they could all run and hide. It was agreed that tying a bell to the cat's collar was the way to go. Everyone clapped and cheered and pounded each other's on the backs. They had a solution. Now everybody could be safe. Then a wise old grandpa mouse in the corner cleared his throat and asked an important question. Who's going to bell the cat? Twice this year, we had significant rain events in Columbus County. First, the remains of Hurricane Adelia on the Labor Day weekend. Then a coastal low that brought a six inches of rain just a couple weeks back. Folks in Western Prong rightly don't want to see their hog farms flooded and 701 cut again like it was in Hurricane Florence. Folks in Chabron don't want their homes damaged by people driving through three feet of water, leaving wakes like ski boats. Businesses and homeowners in Whiteville don't want to see downtown wiped out again. Lee's Lake doesn't deserve to flood out just because they're downstream from Whiteville, nor do Old Doc Crusoe and Nakina. Now, everyone agrees that something needs to be done about flooding problems in both the county and the municipalities, but no one seems to want to bail the cat. There's simply not enough free money, and I have to say that in quotes, to fix the problems in Columbus County, period. And the fix is not going to be an easy one. It's not going to be a cheap one. Flooding is going to be an expensive problem for us, folks. Numbers have been thrown around for years, big numbers about the cost of improving drainage across Columbus. Most of the numbers are in the tens of millions of dollars that would cover the entire drainage system of the Waccamaw River. The streams and swamps leading to Brown Marsh and the Cape Fear, as well as the tributaries of the Lumber, have their own challenges as well. It's disheartening and disingenuous to hear some elected officials, as I'm afraid we did last week, claim that they have a magic solution for solving all the drainage problems, whether it be in Chabron, Weibel, or even a particular county commissioner's district. One could technically solve many of the problems in Weibel, for instance, but that would in turn dump more water into Lees and Old Dock, making things worse there. The same goes for Chabron. As unpopular and as expensive as engineers are, that's what they're paid for, to find the solutions that do not have an unnecessarily adverse effect on the folks who are downstream. Failure to clear this outfall south of Whiteville will only lead to more catastrophic flooding in the city in the future, since those outfalls will eventually fill and become blocked even worse than before. Fixing the flooding problems is going to require some serious steps that taxpayers might not be willing to take, and elected officials won't take them without knowing the taxpayers are willing to go there. Chavern had a plan that was reasonable in its its stormwater improvement fee, but state legislation may take that away before too long. The nonprofit drainage corporations of years gone by worked to an extent, but they relied on property owners playing a part as well as paying a part. 
Poor oversight and politics have washed away most of those private agreements, like the topsoil in a straight plowed field. Unless there's a massive force of volunteers out there that no one has heard of, drainage improvement, and more importantly, maintenance, require money. Lots of money. Just a few of the moving parts. Think about this, folks. Honestly, I spent some time looking into this. These are just a few of the moving parts of the drainage problems. Clearing debris, snagging and dragging streams, knocking out and maintaining beaver dams, trapping beavers, clearing private ditches and canals, monitoring timber companies for proper disposal of tops and branches. You get the idea. Downtown Whiteville seems to get the most press coverage when it comes to flooding. Fair Bluff's business district was basically destroyed twice and is now in the process of rebuilding itself into a flood-resistant example of how things should be done. Now, the bluff has different variables in the downtown Weibel, but some could be adapted to use in the city, and we have nothing but good things to say for Fair Bluff for stepping out and moving ahead like this. They didn't quit, y'all. Now, Soul Swamp cuts Whiteville in two, from west to southeast, roughly. Much of the downtown was built on field swampland, believe it or not, back before there were things like permits and regulations. During the drought of 2012-2013, I spent some time in the areas of the swamp in downtown that are usually underwater, embedded in the dirt, not very far from the Madison Street Bridge or from Lee Street, are pieces of sewing machines, appliances, rotten building materials, and other detritus left over from when the city dump was covered with dirt and proclaimed to be new ground appropriate for building. That field wasn't as much of an issue when the streets were dirt and paid parking was a new and novel idea. Water could soak into the ground on bare streets and open parking lots. It would be muddy, of course, but mud dries out. Water could soak into the ground while it was slowly running off into the swamp and eventually to the Waccamaw River. Humans being what humans are, though, we adapted the environment to our needs and wants and paved over hundreds of acres of dirt that once drank every drop of rain poured on it. Now that water still comes, and it still has to go somewhere. So we created ditches, canals, and storm drains. Most of the time, those man-made systems can handle the runoff, but often they cannot. That leads to flooding. Now, I'm not under any circumstances one of those tree huggers who wants to blame mankind for adapting our habitat to our needs. God called us to be stewards, however, and in that regard, we failed. Back during the aforementioned drought, I had an interesting conversation with a hydrologist and an engineer who suggested that the problems could be greatly reduced in downtown Whiteville by building more swamp. That's right. It's actually a fairly simple concept. Return most, if not all, of the filled swamp to its natural state. That would create a huge retention pond, if you will, that would capture excessive runoff. And if managed properly, it would slow it down enough to keep downstream communities from devastated as they've been so many times. Everybody wins. Restoring Soul Swamp from roughly Caldas and Fraser Streets, starting beside US 701, would create a waterfront that could be used as green space, public parks, outdoor recreation, as well as stormwater management. Along with benefiting the environment, it could create economic opportunities for the city in terms of out- attracting new niche businesses and destination ecotourists. Outlandish? Sure. But not necessarily impossible. And folks, we need to do something. A Whiteville waterfront won't solve all the drainage problems for the county. Clearing the blockages under Corman's rail bed from Whiteville to the state line won't solve all the problems for Sarah Gordon and Chavin. Rebuilding bridges in Crusoe and replacing those infernal, poorly designed culverts won't solve all the problems on the southern end of the county, but it has sure helped. Adopting an eminent domain policy and requiring landowners to allow clearing crews access to private property would do little more than make a bunch of money for a bunch of loggers. 
Clearing several blocks of flood-prone areas in Whiteville would help, however. Improving drainage under the rail beds would make a difference. The bridges in Crusoe are already helping pull more water off of Lee's Lake and get it downstream before it can flood more homes than all of Old Dock. Encouraging landowners to maintain their own ditches and drainage would benefit everyone, especially if there was some help in laying the major groundwork and finding ways to maintain those waterways later. We do have some efforts that are underway like that right now. But all those things require money. Money from the taxpayers. Money that has to be collected now and spent at a sometimes infuriatingly slow pace. There's no way to write a check and magically have all the water problems fixed in our county overnight. It's going to require leadership, engineering, planning, a little diplomacy and vision, all those things that are slowly coming into place. The problem is, when the bulk of it comes to pass, who is going to pay for the work? Who is going to bail the cat? We'll be right back with more on the Columbus Connection. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Call 800-201-1478 to customize your plan. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-201-1478 now for your free quote. That's 800-201-1478. Welcome back, folks. This is Jefferson Weaver with ColumbusCountyNews.com. Thank you for joining us on the Columbus Connection today. Next year is looking frighteningly similar to 2020. First, we have the return of COVID-19 along with RSV and a new version of flu. How much of this is hype and how much of it is politics, I can't say. But like a lot of you, I quit trusting the scientists and the government somewhere back in 2021. Had any ordinary citizen caused the negative impacts on other people that the governor's governments, Dr. Fauci and Governor Roy Cooper did, that individual would be paying the price for the rest of their lives. The state's executive orders had public work that had public works employees writing criminal citations in some cities, not around here. Now that's an extreme example of overreach, but it's a masterful one since the state couldn't be held responsible for what local governments did. And local governments were largely litigation-proof when it comes to vagaries of the laws that ain't really laws, but will be treated as such. Now, with the warnings of the new pandemic, the folks who are so in love with mail-in ballots are already stirring for more mail-in opportunities this year. That's despite the fact that the legislature has codified tighter rules on absentee ballots. Now, this is one of the wisest moves we've seen in years, since ballots are a sacred trust. Every legal vote needs to be counted and every illegal vote needs to be weeded out. The mail-in absentee ballot should not be available as a tool for those who are too lazy to go to the polls or a weapon for those who would institutionalize election fraud as a new standard. 
Another way the year to come looks like 2020 is the promise of lawsuits having more impact on political races than voters. Whatever your opinion of Donald Trump, whether you hate him or love him, it would be ch- it should be chilling to think that anyone with enough legal firepower, any special interest group, can deprive an American citizen of their constitutional rights without conviction, indictment, or even an arrest for an alleged crime. They can prevent you, the American citizen, from making your choice as to who you want to vote for. Now, the Colorado State Supreme Court decision has been set aside, but there's still other states that have kicked in. Maine has, Michigan, and some of the others are also trying to come up with ways to keep Donald Trump from being on the ballot. What the decision meant, even though it's been set aside for now, is that the right judge listening to the right lawyer can take away any constitutional right for any private citizen without a trial, without a conviction. That should be frightening people. Now, as if the elections being decided in court wasn't bad enough, we now look like we're going to have another summer of protests. But this time, they're pro-terrorism protesters also known as supporters of Hamas. They've already been blocking streets, shutting down Christmas celebrations, and threatening even more mischief. It didn't take much for the George Floyd riots to become commonplace across the country. Imagine what will happen when a protester fights with police, draws a gun, or is seriously injured resisting law enforcement, and loses their life. With virtually no legal ramifications for the thousands of BLM rioters that destroyed billions of dollars in property in 2020, Do you really think the legal system is going to be a deterrent for a better-funded, better-organized, highly-motivated, and openly violent group like Hamas? Setting aside the pandemic profiteers and the peaceful protesters who vandalized property, next year is going to be a wicked one politically. The campaign ad started some months ago, as did the posturing. As nasty as North Carolina politics can get, the National Party seemed to be looking at the old North State and saying, here, hold my sweet tea. Presidential races have become particularly bloody in the past few decades. While all politics starts local, all marketing starts nationally, and trends trickle down. We saw ample evidence of that in the Jody Green and Jason Soules contest. Some of the tactics used in that campaign were reminiscent of the nastier state and national campaigns of years gone by and the year to come. We're better than this, people. We do not need to choose candidates based on who says the worst things about the other side. We need to choose candidates based on who will do the best for all the taxpayers and citizens of our county and state. It's not kickball. It's not the senior prom. It's not a popularity contest. It's the future of our homes and families and indeed our country. When the politicians and pedophagers try to keep candidates off a ballot with no regard for the Constitution, one must question the motivations of the candidates that they actually support. To all you candidates out there, you're welcome to come on this program. We'll give every candidate for every office equal time with their opponents. We do ask, however, that you use your time wisely. Tell us what you're going to do for the taxpayers and for the voters. Don't tell us how bad the other guy is. You don't have to tell us how good you are. Tell us what good you want to see done. Let the voters know why they should vote for you, not why they shouldn't vote for the other candidate. You give me a call or send me a text at 910-632-4965. Shoot me an email at jeffersonweaver at columbuscountynews.com or message us on Facebook. 
Now, time is short because we will stop doing candidate interviews when early voting begins. There is no charge. But this way, you can let folks know where you stand so they can decide. We'll be right back with more on the Columbus Connection. I can't get my computer to work. Let me help you with that. How'd you do that? I just got techie with geeks on site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way so you can feel empowered and then help others at home or in your office. Better yet, don't have time for tech support to come to you? Let us remote into your desktop or laptop, and one of our geeks will instantly walk you through. We offer affordable prices on our remote services and IT support. You and those in your office will never have to wait hours to have your technical questions answered. Get your free computer diagnosis today with your very own geek. Get started now and we'll help you instantly. Call 855-399-9886. 855-399-9886. That's 855-399-9886. Welcome back to the Columbus Connection, folks. This is Jefferson Weaver. We're going to wrap up our last connection for 2023 with a few odds and ends. Monday is the end of most big game seasons in our area, at least bear and deer. Now, there's been a spike in hunting-related accidents and deaths this year, so please be careful, y'all. Follow all the safety rules. Let the memories of this year all be good ones, like it should be when you're in the outdoors. Sunday night is New Year's Eve. A lot of folks are going to be enjoying the evening, welcoming the new year, or saying goodbye or good riddance to the old. Again, keep it safe. Don't drive if you've been drinking. There's no excuse for impaired driving. I realize I preach on this all the time, folks, but I've seen been to too many wrecks, written too many stories through the years. If you get, you might get home safely, but you might not, and you might hurt or kill someone else in the process. If you don't get caught by law enforcement, and trust me, they're everywhere this weekend doing their jobs. Nothing but respect for you guys and ladies out there. We appreciate you. But you need to think about it this way, if nothing else. The average driving while impaired conviction costs a total of $10,000 in lost wages, court fees, got to get a breath tester in a vehicle, legal fees, insurance, possible civil liability claims, Besides that, the cost of taking a life is incalculable. And Uber costs less. And a designated driver, even, even an emergency friend, that doesn't cost a dime. Call somebody, folks. Don't drink and drive this weekend or any time. Now, the next year is going to see some new and positive changes and additions on both sides of the CCN WTXY house. One I'm excited about is a new section on the CCN page that will be called Do Some Good. It will be a listing like classified advertising, except it will be an opportunity to help in your community. Like all the content at CCN, it'll be free to readers and folks who want to submit volunteer opportunities. Now, I'm going to be vetting the volunteer listings to be sure the organizations are responsible and legitimate. But it will be your responsibility to be sure that a person or organization is right for you. All we're going to do is just be a bridge between you. We have a lot of needs and a lot of opportunities to fill those needs in our county. We also have a lot of very loving, caring folks who ain't afraid to help a neighbor or a stranger. Keep an eye out for the 
how to do some good section after the first of the year. Thank you for your support for Columbus County News this year. We look forward to a prosperous, safe, and exciting new year for all of us in Columbus County. As Ronald Reagan said, a rising tide lifts all boats. So let's do what we can, folks. The Columbus County Action is a public affairs program presented every Saturday on WTXY and throughout the week on Spotify. Consider it your digital front porch. Anyone is welcome to come sit down and join us, talk about your organization, your special project, your opinions, or the news of the day. Dissenting opinions are especially welcome, as long as you're willing to disagree agreeably. We give you our promise that we'll do the same thing. We will always be respectful and fair, even if we don't share the same view. If we work together, talk things out, we might be able to make a little piece of this old world a better place for everybody. For ColumbusCountyNews.com, this is Jefferson Weaver. Happy New Year. This has been the Columbus Connection with Jefferson Weaver. If you have a story that you want to share with us or a comment on a previous program, you can email us at columbusconnection at columbuscountynews.com. The Columbus Connection is produced by Jones Media Partners, and the program is recorded live at the WTXY Studios in downtown Whiteville, North Carolina. Our in-studio producer is Daryl Jackson. Be sure to join us next week for another edition of the Columbus Connection. Thanks for listening.